You're listening to the McYappin Fries Movie Podcast. Hello, I'm Gavin. And I'm Ian. And we are brought to you by Green Room 136, Urban Carry Gear. For the man, the modern man or woman on the go. Um, Green Room 136 make Urban Carry Gear is designed for long life and durability. Uh, currently, they are released their new Metromonger bag, over-the-shoulder bag. Mm-hmm. And you can get those at uh, Pop Shop MY, which is... Uh, a number of stores around around KL and Malaysia, mm-hmm. and at IOI City at CZ, CZ Zone at IOI City. Yeah, so head on over there and get yourself one of get get yourself a product from Malaysia's best kept secret in yes. urban carry. <laughs> and if you go to their website greenroom136.com, you can use the discount code MACYAP10. That's M C Y A P ten for ten percent discount on checkout. And now we'll move on to our this week's review, which this week we're reviewing Stephen King's It. I saw something. There was this clown. Yeah, I saw him too. Look, it's all connected by the sewers. That's where it lives. That's right. The uh, new adaptation of the the novel. The last one was the uh, the very famous. Was a TV series, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a two part TV series. Yeah, with uh, Tim Curry as Pennywise. Yeah, and John Boy from the Waltons as uh, yeah, ben, as one of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, as uh, um, Bill. Hmm. <laughs> and it also had uh, the late John Ritter in it. Hmm. And, you, you... and Annette O'Toole. Like it had a really good cast. And I remember being quite terrified by that as a child. I mean, I've mm. always kind of had a problem with clowns, Yeah. Uh, but uh, it kind of solidified the whole thing. Okay. And this film doesn't seem to be doing uh, clowns any favors either, because the, no. because the, the World Clown Association has actually complained about this movie, saying it's it's screwing up their business. <laughs> I, I, I heard somebody saying that they were protesting somewhere in the US, and yeah, they're yeah, just saying, yeah, like, yeah. what a delicious idea, you come out of it and there's a shit ton of clowns outside <laughs> protesting. I know, I know. Did you see the tweet about the guy? Now, now you know how Richie felt. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see the tweet about the guy who went to the showing, and he, he was the first one there, and there was just one guy dressed as a clown with a balloon in it? I did not read about this. And there was, like, a later tweet was just, like, He's not said anything, but he's just moving. He's just walking around the theater. <laughs> it's just like these photos of this guy with this balloon. I'm very glad I was not at that screening. Yeah. That would have terrified me. <laughs> but anyway, this uh, this new version is brought to us by director Andy Muschietti, who directed Mama. Mm. You, saw, you saw that, didn't you? I saw Mama. Didn't you review I, that? I did review Mama. I, I liked it. I just wasn't crazy about the wrap-up. Mm. I, uh, I liked Act 1, I liked Act 2, and then... Act three turned into a CG thing, which which I didn't think was really necessary. Yeah, I never liked that. Yeah, uh, Kari Fukunaga was originally supposed to direct this. He still he still has a screenwriter's credit on it. Yeah, I was listening to Slash Film started doing a daily podcast, and they'd be talking about different things. And they, they were you know they're they have more access than we do, and yeah. uh, they were on set and were able to talk to a lot of the crew about what they would like to do if they got a chapter due and yeah. things that they kept. From Fukunaga's script, and apparently there's quite a, a good bit, a good few bits that they kept, mm-hmm. and some bits that might also factor into to chapter two. Okay, because it's not billed as chapter one; it's only the end credits, right? That's, that says mm-hmm. chapter one. That's right. Yeah, and I think it was a smart. Well, before we go any further, uh, uh, if you don't know what this film is about, it's basically about of uh, kids known as the Losers, the Losers Club, who live in Derry, Maine. Yes, what it means <laughs> to be from Maine, and uh, they are all sort of getting visions of this same sort of demonic clown character. But you don't get it. There's nowhere like Derry. It's got a higher disappearance rate than the rest of the country. Yeah, it's like, it's it's beat Santa Carla. Yeah. Uh, and and so when it comes to kids, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're all sort of uh, getting visions of this, um, of this 
freaky looking clown that uh, his name is Pennywise, played by Bill Sasgard, who uh, uh, who I think does a great job. Yeah. Um, but more on that later. And essentially, this the character of Pennywise feeds on their fears. Yeah. Uh, so whatever you know, if you're if you're scared of spiders, it'll manifest spiders. If you're scared of an abusive father then it, it'll manifest in that. But I think it, it doesn't do that from the off. It's very no, slow no, to get yeah, there. It takes, but that's essentially what he's feeding on. Yeah. Uh, now, the novel, which I have not read, oh. is a massive novel. Yeah. Uh, and this film very wisely stays uh, sticks to the, the, the childhood aspect of it. Yeah, so what I've heard is that the book actually... Flips almost jumps back and forth. Yeah, 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 back and forth. Jumps from back and forth. The yeah. Losers Club when they're kids and when they're adults and goes back and forth. So the the re- the resonances are kind of core in the book. Yeah. Now they have talked about again for the sequel. They might. Well, we'll get to that later. But yeah. So this concentrates just them and kids. They're figuring out what the fuck is going on. They're slowly coming together. These kind of group of losers and uh, we all float down here. Yep. And in the book. When they're kids, it's uh, set in the 50s, and then when they're adults, it's in the 80s. And then what they've done here is they flipped it, so when they're kids, they're in the 80s, and in the sequel, when they're adults, I guess it'll be contemporary. Yeah. Uh, and by by setting it in the 80s, and also the fact that you've got uh, Finn Wolfhard, the guy who plays Richie, who's also in Stranger Things, yeah. that gives the whole film a very Stranger Things vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering whether that... And he's also one of the most mouthier characters. Yeah. Which, so it is kind of like you just keep thinking of Stranger Things, yeah. which itself was a massive Stephen King ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Or homage. Yeah. So so it's got a little bit of a St- Stranger Things vibe. It's got a Stand By Me vibe. It's got a Goonies vibe. Um, for me... I enjoyed the film, but I didn't find it particularly scary. Yeah, it seems to be a big thing. It might be, we were talking about something else earlier, but it might be a generational thing as well. For me, there was moments of, I think there's only, there's only, it's one of these good horror movies where it's a good, it's a good horror movie, Hmm. but I wasn't terrified, but it's three, only you realize on jump scares like three or four times max. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this does, one kind of overstays its welcome with the jump scares. I think. You, no, you thought no, so? I thought there was only three no, or four. No, no, because no, I thought what was interesting about it is that the, well, first of all, the kids are amazing. Yeah, like all of the, uh, all of the child actors in this film are. There isn't a single weak link. No, they're all great. The chemistry between them is great. You really do care about them. Yeah, uh, and that is the film's biggest strength. Is yeah. that is that you love the kids, you care about the kids. Like it's it, a lot more Stand by Me than. Um, or even the, it's a lot more Lost Boys than an actual like the original Wars me, of Horror. Yeah, I mean, uh, and yeah, it's got it's got that you know the, the it's got that Lost Boys aspect to it. It's got Stand by Me. It's got a bit of Goonies in there, and so so because of that, for me, it the it was more of an it's an adventure film. It yeah. was more of an adventure film yeah. than, than a it had it was and, and, an adventure film with horror elements, and it's a kind of a weird mystery as well because you're not like you're told that there you know there's a lot of kids disappearing and people disappearing, but you see it firsthand straight off, and it's not like someone disappears and there's like a rustling in the, in the breeze. Yeah, you see the fucking clown in the sewer. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is not a spoiler. This yeah. is straight off the bat. Yeah, it's you know what's going on. The, yeah. ca- the characters in the, in the in the movie don't. Yeah, and normally that's not good. No. Normally that's not good at all, but in this one it actually works. It's yeah. like you know exactly what, what happened to that kid, yeah. <laughs> but you don't know why the freaky clown ate him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I I really enjoyed. It. I mean, I found like the horror aspect of it didn't work for me because I I found that if you were to, if you were to compare it to say The Conjuring, mm. more the first one, not so much the second one, because the second one kind of. I enjoyed the second. One. I enjoyed the second one as well, but compared to the first one, the the, the second one had a lot more sort of traditional horror tropes in it yeah. with the jump scares and stuff the same way that this one does and I found that the horror aspect of this one relied very much on 
standard horror uh, uh, tropes. Tropes. Yeah. Where it's it's you, you know you see it coming a mile away and then bang loud loud sound cue and all that and 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 I didn't and I think. W- if they had cut down on that a little bit more, I think it might have been a little bit more scary for me. Well, you, because it's because that scared me at first. Yeah. But by the time it got to like the third one, yeah, I was kind of immune. There's to a it. lot of Pennywise because he's kind of cool. Yeah. But what I thought it's kind of setting in the '80s as well. It is kind of old school horror in a way because like a lot of it is just creepy imagery. It's yeah. not like it's not Sadako climbing out of the well of your tel- or your television like what the fuck freaky. Yeah. But there is just like there's some camera shots where the camera is locked off to Pennywise's face while the rest of it's juddering. Yeah. Or some of the things he does with his body when he's like in smaller spaces and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That's kind of disturbing or weird or the things he does with the with the, the triangle of balloons. Mm-hmm. Like some of those things are little they're imagery that I didn't find them horrifying but they are imagery that will stay with me that they they become those kind of things like those classic horror movies you talk about from the 80s yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know uh Absolutely. I mean, the stuff to do with with Pennywise, I was, I never, you know, it it can be seen as this, um, it can be seen as a bad thing in horror if you reveal too much of the monster. Yeah, you you expect to see it in the third act. Whereas with this one, it didn't bug me at all that we saw him a lot. I I actually really liked it when he he came on screen. Yeah. Um, And I I liked it when he went for them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I I like that shit. That scene in the garage? Oh, yeah. Like the the tail end of what happens there? Yeah. That, I really like that because it's like, (laughs) and the kids' reactions to that as well, they are freaking fuck out and yeah I mean I get goosebumps when I talk about The Ring and mm-hmm. maybe one or two or maybe bits of The Grudge the original mm-hmm. one and mm-hmm. a few other bits and pieces but like I'm getting it now thinking about it afterwards like there's a, there's a, there's a moment that happens at the end of that scene yeah. where it is like very unexpected yeah. and it's not a jump scare yeah. but it's kind of horrifying yeah. and like it's that kind of because I didn't see that coming yeah I didn't see that coming. I'm like, oh, 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 shit yeah. <laughs> and the thing with Stan's fear the painting mm-hmm. that is yeah. Just, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 wrong yeah. in a way that, like, that again, I think, and again, I'm getting goosebumps again. So I think coming out of it, I was like, yeah, I'm not like, ooh, I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight. Mm-hmm. But thinking back on it, it, it is really, really effective. I think mm-hmm. the, there's been kind of a, a backlash and a backlash to the backlash, as there is with everything these days. People saying, you know, oh, it's not that scary. And people saying, oh, you're just, you're, doesn't, you're not, it is scary. And it doesn't really matter because it's made fucking bank. Yeah. And which is good because. It, it doesn't fit those shitty, you know, it's not paranormal activity. It doesn't fit those molds, and I think it's, it's all the better no, for it. Me saying that I, that I didn't find it particularly scary is not a, it's not a, a criticism. Yeah. I, I found it very entertaining. I was never bored. I was, I was thoroughly engaged, which is the most important thing. Yeah. And I did find it, I did find some of the imagery to be very disturbing. But... Just talking about scary in the same in the same way that you would consider something like The Exorcist or The Omen or even The Conjuring, yeah. you know, scary. I didn't find it to be scary in that way. This yeah. was more of a, an adventure film with horror elements. Yeah. One of the scariest things in this movie is Henry Bowers, the kid with the mullet. The go- oh yeah 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 like the the most like the clown is, Bowers, is creepy yeah, yeah. but the fucking bully kid yeah is the, the fact that disturbing he's, the fact that he like <coughs> he is so evil yeah he's so fucking he's evil, evil midget Kevin Bacon he is <laughs> right he is he is he he's he's an he's a evil young Kevin Bacon <laughs> he's like was it I mean that that makes it all the better when Richie gets to say go blow your dad you mullet wearing asshole. <laughs> I mean, Finn Wolfhard could be... It's not stunt casting because he's only a kid and I'm not sure if they'd even seen maybe bits of Stranger Things by the time they started shooting this. It was last year, so maybe not, right? But he's a good actor anyway, so that's probably He's a good actor. And, uh, and and this is kind of funny because I, I, you know, I was checking him out on IMDb and, you know, the movie that made him want to be an actor was uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh. So oh, God, that makes me feel so fucking that, old. So, so that, <laughs> that makes me feel fucking old. 
And um, he's got he hasn't got too many credits on on his IMDb page. I mean, because he's still fucking young. Yeah. But uh, one of those credits, he was the writer and director. Oh, what? <laughs> of this short film called Sonora. Well, look out here. We got it. Looks like we got a badass on our hands. Yeah, in which he acted in it. Um, he was co-director. And Holy he shit. and he came and he came up with the concept. Did he shoot on his phone? And it's got eight point nine rating on IMDb. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, under genre, it's labeled as a short, music, and western. Is it is it is it like Edgar Wright's Fistful of Fingers? I don't know. Want to search it out now? I did like at the beginning. Did you notice this at the beginning? Like the 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 banter between the kids between Richie and Eddie. Because Eddie's, Eddie's another good character as well. He's kind yeah. of like a little freaky little sick kid. Yeah. And the banter between them was so fast, I didn't catch an awful lot of what was going on. Oh, you didn't? I missed a lot of their oh, initial interactions because it's just like I couldn't catch it, catch up with it. I was like, whoa, these are, these kids are talking really fast. No, it's great banter. Yeah. It's like beyond video game speed. Um, like, I mean, we talk fast, but these guys were going super fast. They're good actors. Mm. They're really solid. Did you see that, uh, that interview that uh, Bill Skarsgård gave with, um, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel? No. Uh, where... Uh, he was talking about. Uh, he was doing a scene with one of the actors. It was his first day, and he had to do this really, really sort of terrifying scene where he's scaring the shit out of the actor, and the, and the kids crying and all that. And he was, you know, Bill Skarsgård was thinking, "Shit, I'm, I'm fucking this kid up for life." Yeah, yeah. And so after the scene was over, after the scene was over, he's like, "You okay? Are you okay?" And apparently, the kid went up to him and said, "Love what you're doing with the character." <laughs> Precocious yeah, little it's shit. Like, love what you're doing with the character. <laughs> and Bill Skarsgård's just like, "Yeah, he liked what I was doing with the character." I guess. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, if you haven't seen this film, then it's well worth your time. Definitely, absolutely. I mean, I, I do like as well. There's a, I like it in, in the first half, and I don't like it at the end. There's a lack of adults through this. There's only one real adult who mm. really pay, who's really in it for any long. I mean, yeah. the, the, and the idea is that Pennywise has been in this town for so long that the adults are kind of inured to its psychic, yeah. not not and immune to it, but they're just like they're so used to this happening, they don't. Yeah. act on it anymore yeah. I did I would have liked this, events happen in the end that there should be consequences for yes and I felt that there should have been like the Goonies meeting the cops at the end you know what I mean right yeah, 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 should, yeah, yeah I yeah, felt yeah. like a little a little left down but that scene not happening and I thought it, it kind of dragged a little bit in the transition between the second and third act but it's kind of a long they kind of get together and they go they separate when ways they for a bit when they split up yeah yeah. That, yeah. Th- I didn't, that didn't bug me yeah yeah I didn't uh, that didn't bug me so much mm. but yeah I mean Go check it out. Go check it out. It's definitely it's, worth it's it. still playing on the big screen, and you should see it on the big screen. I saw it on IMAX, IMAX 2D, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I love watching movies on IMAX that aren't in 3D. Yes, there's 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 so much fun. Yeah, but but yeah, and I and I've said this before. It's this and this is where you feel old. You know, it's like you go and see movies in IMAX. Not because you want the IMAX experience, but because it reminds you of what it was like to see movies when you were a kid. When you were small. When you were a kid. <laughs> Before multiplexes, when the big screen was the big screen. Yeah. So yeah, so go, go check it out. Uh, go let check us, it out. Let us know what you thought. If you had any uh, likes and dislikes of the film, you can email us at podcast at com. Or you can talk to us about it on Twitter. I'm at GavYep. I'm at McNasty Prime. And uh, as always, go visit our sponsors at greenroom136.com. Right. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.